Hello and welcome to Was It Good? Today we are reviewing a very special show on Amazon Prime called Invincible. It was brought to our attention by our uh, intrepid producer, Mr. Michael, and we'll be tackling the first six episode episodes. And of course, no episode of Was It Good is complete without some kind of Disney product entering the conversation. So we'll be talking Shang-Chi. My name is Ravi and I am here with my bros, Krishna and Arjuna. Let's start the show. How are we doing, Krishna and only Krishna? Oh, wow. Oh, God, I feel so... Uh, I, I feel a little loopy right now. Uh, <laughs> thank you for asking. Um, I did get the first COVID shot today. Yay! <sighs> and I just want the world to know that. <laughs> that's, that's, why, uh, that's why that intro sucked. Yes. <laughs> yes I think the intro sucked because I didn't pre-read it. Yeah. And then the Shang-Chi... I think it goes with how it was written and how it was performed. <laughs> oh, it also has to do with how you look. Nope, Your I looks wasn't involved in the intro at scare all. Scare me! I wasn't even. I wasn't even referenced. That probably. Uh, no, your, you, name, your name is Arjuna, nope. is it not? My name is actually Dan Ant. Oh, so uh, there you go. Get I out. don't think that's the case. Just get out. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Anyway, we don't care about what Arjuna's real name is. <laughs> we want to talk about Invincible. Yes. And I think before Surprise we get uh, before field. we kind of like really break it down, I just want to get what is Invincible. I want to get everyone's kind of just general reaction because. I know for me watching the first episode, I was yeah. like, cool, this is like the adult version of um, Young Justice. Yeah. Um, mm, you know, yeah. the Teen Titans. The toys of like adult. Style. Yeah, animation yeah. style. And yeah. then, you know, we get the end credits. <laughs> and then we get violence and, and slushy sound effects. Yes. Just blood everywhere. One of the greatest moments ever. Ah, is that a great moment? Or no, no, no. I just mean in terms of like a viewing, like one yeah. of like in terms of when I was viewing it, yep. I watched it with my girlfriend, Sahara. <laughs> <laughs> he did it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's been a few weeks. And when we were watching it, it was great. She was like, oh, this is like a nice show. She's like the Saturday morning cartoon is kind of back. I think we actually watched it like Saturday morning, Saturday afternoon. Nice. And did you did you have like your eggs and then you immediately vomited? You know, it, was, it was light outside. It was just like, yeah, this is nice. Like this is really a nice, wholesome show. Oh, my God. And then a nice, wholesome show. Chaos. <laughs> and then literally chaos <laughs> ensued. You just poor in terms souls. Of, uh, spoiler alert, by the way, for those who have not watched Invincible. It's too late now. Uh, Omni Man, who is the the main superhero of Earth, uh, murders the Guardians of the Globe in as brutal of a way as you can possibly imagine. Yes, and it's funny because the show is um, based off a comic, which is by Robert Kirkman, known for the Walking Dead comics, um, and also the Walking Dead TV show, which most people know as being quite um, visual in a lot of ways, quite brutal, graphic, graphic, mm. very graphic. It's a graphic novel, right? And this takes us to another step. This really does. Like, everything you see Omni Man do, just in terms of how he murders those people, <laughs> the Guardians, is. Murders uh, those people, murders you know, the greatest superheroes he, on he Earth. Basically those took people? All, he took a lot of, like, great. Po- it's funny because obviously the, the comic was written before this, but, like, when he takes um, the speedster, whose name I forget, the Red Rush, I believe is his name, and, you know, crushes his head, you know, very Game of Thrones esque in terms of just the, you know, the, the mountain. I think. But maybe, I don't know if that part of the book was written before, but who knows? You know, books and comics and TV shows, it's all very confusing. And time. And time, all very yeah. confusing. It's not just the we visual. Don't, we don't need to be accurate with it's that It's not shit. just the visual, but also the, the sound design oh, as well. Yeah. It's just oh, it's the best part of the show. Top best top part of the show. The, the voice acting the vo- is the red The red herring of, like, all these great voice actors oh for, uh, for like, like Guardians so of the good. Globe, and then they just all murder. It's the, greatest, it's, the, it's the greatest voice casting, the voice cast ever, I think. Uh, you know, I'd be hard pressed to find one that can even rival this. It's just big names from top to bottom. Well, everyone, every single original member of the Guardian of the uh, Guardians of the Globe is voiced by a Walking Dead veteran. Yeah, and that, and, and that's why that and that, that they're not even really. Let's yeah. be honest, they're not even the names that people are going to recognize the most. Yeah, you've got exactly. Mark Hamill, you've got J.K. Simmons, uh, obviously Stephen Ewan um, does our our protagonist, oh. Ezra Miller, John Hamm, um, so so many. So many people, but uh, yeah, uh, you hit the nail on the head. Um, totally is, and and from the end of episode one, through where we're at now, episode six, hasn't let you go. Uh, every week is a nice development. Uh, we've got several mysteries that they that they've they've given us. Um, you know, with Omni Man murdering the Guardians, 
the robot. What the hell is he up to? <laughs> Literally named um, robot. Yeah, his you know name's just robot. What is what is what is Cecil? What is he up to? Like his his whole plan? Yeah. Why is and, this and obviously on all of, of these face. and all of these things you can tell are short of weaving themselves together. So it's it's nice. The show has everything you want visually. The sound design is incredible. So technically, it's a great show. But I think narratively as well, the plot so good it's juicy you know i would agree with most of that wow you're gonna disagree with me boy i will say though like the <laughs> last two episodes episode five and Ooh. six while they have been interesting get out the the thing that i found not frustrating but just kind of like made you look at them and go like oh cool they're they're filler episodes which makes sense this first season is only eight episodes sure we have two episodes left you know they're trying to do more character development. You really think those are filler episodes? Because I tell you right now, that last episode we just we just watched is not filler. The fact that Cecil took the took the took the mad guy, the high school student who's a genius, right, and that tech which handled Invincible. You don't think he's going to use that no, to take course. on Omni-Man? No, of course, of course. But like when you compare like four and five or five and six to the first That's three episodes, you, sure. you know they're not that level and. Yeah. You can't obviously we live in an age where you can't expect every single episode is a is a perfect <laughs> episode like it just no shit crazy, it's not gonna keep getting better because you will have a heart six, attack. But, but by episode six, you are on dead. That yes. You would hit like the multiverse. Yeah, you'd have like, yeah, like the- exactly. And it's it's one of those things where like you you look at it and you're like yes, yeah, you know it starts off like it's incredible. It's like what yeah. is this and it's very addicting. You're like I need more, more, more. You know, once we get to like this midpoint. It's definitely kind of like okay, stuff is happening, da 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 da, da whatever. But Things are it's happening. not it's not that same level. I, I would say my most favorite part of the last episode, episode six, is um, Nolan Grayson or Omni Man, you know, Omni-Man. voiced by J.K. Um, Simmons, Simmons yeah. is his interaction with Mark Hamill's character, the um, art art who, yeah. who designs the costumes because yeah. you know that art knows what Omni Man has done. Yes. And has literal evidence. Right. Art knows what he's done. Omni-Man knows that Art knows. And we, the viewer, knows that everybody knows. And we also know that, like, he can easily kill Art just like like that. And you're watching the scene and you're like, okay. Just 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 get over it. Just do it. it. Just kill him. I mean, Mark had a good run. He was in two episodes. (laughs) (laughs) Mark Hamill had a good run. (laughs) Mark Mark Hamill. It's weird. He definitely sounded at some points, like when he's drinking on the roof with Omni-Man, there are definitely moments in that conversation where his voice gets a little higher. It's very, like, yep. Joker-esque. Yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. Like, <laughs> just a little bit. Just Ooh, a little he's bit, He's yeah. nervous. Well, as, soon as, as, soon as I, yeah. Mark Hamill's voice has really changed. I mean, obviously, he's been on screen for a long time since Star Wars, but his voice really has changed a lot from the... Everyone, when you get older, you're to, to when you get older, your voice, your voice yeah, changes. Yeah, it definitely deepens. Like, his... Well, but I guess, who, who knows what his real voice is anymore? He does so much voice acting. Uh, his interviews, knows? I would assume. Are, but maybe maybe he's putting on a voice. You're right. Who he's knows? playing Mark You don't Hamill. know. He's we don't that know who good. he is. He's that good. He's, he's, that play, good. He's, had, he's had some fucking iconic roles. Holy shit. He, I mean, he Mark, really, Mark Hamill. Is Mark Hamill, real quick, this is a quick aside. Is Mark Hamill the greatest voice actor ever? Uh, I would say not. he has... I don't know enough in the voice acting community to to I mean, make it. I mean, there's actually another vo- Kevin Michael Richardson who plays yeah. the Mahler twins in this. He's done like a oh, ton cool. of voice the clone twins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he is like you could probably you could probably like poll like a hundred people and ask them their favorite cartoon. And probably a good chance he's done a voice in that because like his voice credits are insane. Ridiculous. He awesome. also has like a very distinct voice. Like yeah, I think clearly. most most people could hear his voice and like, oh yeah, that guy. Baritone. Probably don't know necessarily his exact name, but. Very distinct voice. He's also in uh, Punisher, right? Season two. Oh, shit. So, yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. live action? Yeah, the live action. Yeah, he yeah, plays yeah. like the general in there. Oh, cool. He's actually, I saw, I was bored yesterday. And I, was, I was scrolling <laughs> through HBO Max. Didn't realize the uh, Warner Brothers made an animated Mortal Kombat film called Scorpion's Revenge. Oh he's uh, he's in I'm that. Sorry. That one's another what? very violent, over the top <laughs> gore, blood. Anything that's Mortal Kombat and isn't violent. Really. Yeah. Isn't violent. They is, didn't do they it. They did right. it wrong. Yeah. No. This <laughs> is if you want like just something to throw on. Like the story's kind of like okay, but the action is very like top notch. Voice acting is great in it, and it's interesting. Nice. Uh, it might be a nice little kind of like yeah. tease into the the new Mortal Kombat movie, which drops yeah. this week. Yeah. We'll oh, be having a pod on that shit. next Monday. Next Monday will be our pod. Oh dear. On the combat of mortals. Yeah. The combat the of The great mortals. combat tournament. The tournament. Oh, Piccolo. 
So obviously six episodes in, we got two left. Where do you guys kind of rank characters right now? Let's oh, start fuck. with who is the most annoying character. Annoying, uh, and then we'll go with that. We, I like to start negative and then go positive. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to. Th- who's annoying in this show? Fuck. Probably Rex Explode. Like no, I, was just, I, 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 I'm a Rex stan. <laughs> I think Rex is oh boy hilarious. No, he's annoying. Right. There's but only one reason. I love he's I love the voice actors so yeah, much. Jason. M- m- yeah. must He's uh, so good. Jason, Rafi. Jason, uh, Jason must, I always mess up his name. Yeah, I can't even. Jason, I'm um, let me, let me. Matt Zukas? Yeah, Jason Matt Zukas. He's, uh, and also, is, is another great, is another great, like, I, has another distinct voice. The show is great. And that's what is the only redeeming no. quality about the character. No, that's is the only that thing. they have Jason on there. Not that the character the f- himself, the character himself is a dick. That's what, is, no. Is, yes, he is. He is a dick. <laughs> but the reason, things, guys. the reason that he's not annoying is because you need this ty- kind of show, this kind of show, right, that has got this, like, visceral, brutal, bloody action, needs this over-the-top, <laughs> like, really over-the-top idiot. <laughs> like, really isn't. He's like, he's the funniest part of the show. Well, I we, think he's hilarious. Well, I mean, he, I mean, we know Robot took his, his blood. Um, so maybe he'll die and his oh, clone yeah. will be uh, his, whatever his they're clone. growing. I mean, I assume maybe in the, the test tube. God knows what that they're growing now, yeah. is his clone or whatever. So yeah. maybe we'll have a tragic ending. Yeah. Before we jump into that, because <laughs> I kind of want to talk about Robot and what is the plans there. I actually, I know I asked you guys, is there annoying? I don't find any characters annoying in this. Um, you know, there Not are even shows. Explode. Even Rex, like Rex, His I name is annoying. His <laughs> name is incredible, but I think he's that character is needed because, like, yeah. as to, to this point, like Robot, he's been told to lead the new Guardians of the Globe, put this team together. He's a robot. He's very ones and zeros, or and is uses he analytic? Yeah, or is he um, <laughs> use analytics? You know, figure out the best solution to solve the problem. He sees already, like or you have said, that Rex is annoying, but he's also kind of a troublemaker and the thing that would break this new team. A um, hothead, a hothead, and, and all that fun. So it makes sense that Robot is going to clone and probably replace. I don't know if he's going to flat out kill Rex or if it just be a straight up replacement. But what Wouldn't else shocked me with this show? I mean, no, not at all. Not at all. That, I, if I will say, happen. like, the end of episode five, where it looked like they killed three main characters at once when they, when, uh, when Invincible, you thought they did? Well, yeah, when Invincible just gets his oh, fucking yeah. chest bagged out. I was, I was confused. Like, Guts come out. I was like, what the they fuck? They killed Black Samson. Yeah, like, you Black thought Samson, they did. dead. Monster yeah. girl, dead. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wow, they did that. I'm like, I who's mean, this I, lion guy? Yeah. I was like, <laughs> I was like, wh- I was like, in the back of my mind, I'm like, it's very possible that they killed that Invincible and they're going to try and clone him. I was like, maybe that's, that's what I thought was happening. Maybe they did. There's going to be a. Maybe they did. Also, also, that was a big moment of like, wow, Omni Man is truly a dick. Like, because you saw him watching, and Jesse's like, "Yeah, I'm just gonna let my." He's son an alien. Die. With <laughs> he's an alien with no feelings. Do you think that he? <laughs> I don't knew know about that. I don't do know if he has no feelings. You're right. He's just angry all the time. He do you think feelings. he knew Invincible was gonna survive? And it was more just like a, I need to teach you a lesson. I, I thought I thought that, but then if that was the case, I would have thought episode. I mean, six, his name isn't Invincible. I would have thought <laughs> episode six would have been more about like the father, you know, Omni Man, basically being like. Teaching that lesson as opposed to the two characters are separated the most of the or the entire episode for the most part. Well, I also assume. Remember, you see from Mark's point of view, like he sees Omni Man maybe just for a brief second. Probably thought so, it was passing out though. Yeah, right? but maybe it's part of passing out. So there might be some subconscious stuff going on there where he's like pulling away from his dad too because Clearly. it's like, hmm, and especially like that that disagreement in five with how to deal with that situation. Like yeah. you're already starting to see some tension between them. Like. They don't have the greatest relationship as we've seen throughout. The tension's been there from the beginning. Yeah, right? of course. obviously when he punched, when you know when he first gets his powers, yeah, uh, invincible that is, and then his dad just decks him. Not just decks him, like his fist goes like full nuclear on his face. Like Boom. it's like, oh shit. Um, yeah, I mean that makes sense. He, so it it does seem like uh, Omni Man probably knew Invincible was going to survive. But that's the thing. How could he know that? Because he is half human. He's not full of Vitruvian. I don't know if I'm. Well, maybe, but maybe, but maybe. Vitrumite. But maybe in but maybe in Omni Man's mind, he's like, if especially the way what we've seen from him, he's like, if you don't if you don't survive, you deserve to die. Yeah, that's true as well. You know what I mean. 
He's very much. Is, he's very, he definitely seems very much like a survival of the fittest. Right. Yeah. Obviously, that's going to play. We have. We've got to touch on why we think he even took out the guardians, and I'm sure well, these are all things get, that are related. Let's right? get into that. And he had a like, bad day. who is like Omni Man? Sure. What we know is his history is what has been presented from him, right? Yeah. Like he is presenting that information. Another show does a really good job where. Oh, I don't you know, know which one. The protagonist. Say? Tells the us protagonist tells or <laughs> excuse me the the antagonist right yeah the an, the bad guy the antagonist tells a story but obviously it's fake and that would be obviously Attack on Titan you know with Zeke Zeke told them a huge lie I think it's the same with Omni Man it's a big lie right I think you pointed this out early on so he's like where Joker. he was in the time warp oh yeah aliens you know the aliens that come um, they can be here for X amount of time before time changes for them yeah and he says to them you know earth is not yours to conquer yeah which is a very interesting line most of the time like a superman would say earth is not to be conquered or yeah and the way there's a slight inflection on the the, the word yours yeah which I'm like so it seems like the, if you just jump to conclusions, which you should never do, but we just do it. Reckless speculation. Reckless speculation. Play the sound, Mr. Producer. I hope that was the right one. The reckless speculation <laughs> is that he's preparing the planet for invasion, presumably by the Vitra people. Vil, the, the, the Victorians. Phil? Bill Tremites. So there's another, like, so if we go back to another comic book series... Turned, you know, animation or whatever. Justice League, the first oh, yes. sir, first season of the Justice League show, has Hawkgirl coming to Earth, joining the Justice League and in order to get them, yeah, and betrays them in order for her people, the Hawk people, <laughs> they actually have a name. I don't remember what they're called. Um, to the go Hawk and people. basically <laughs> blow up Earth so they can build a new space freeway to move their armies to do this whole war thing cool her way though of like you know infiltrating wasn't to murder the justice league it was to gain their trust yeah. learn their weaknesses to give that information to her people um for that invasion while omni man is clearly he's on a flat out murder he went on a murder because well, he can because he can yeah well Whereas can he though like he well he just he took out the guardians right sure but they had to heal him like he was under oh that's a good point medical right. treatment and all that fun stuff for for what potentially days before he was back up on his feet that's actually a great point so here's the thing then his mission was he he viewed the guardians as the the, the best defend defense that earth has right and his mission was to remove the biggest defense that they had so he it was uh, presumably a one-way mission like he was just he was going to take them out that was that's the height of his mission now it's done and you know we'll see what else he's gonna do but the fact that he was willing to put himself in that situation thought he could do it almost died i wonder why he waited so long. no regrets like yeah. why did he wait 20 years yeah. Maybe, like he said, maybe to gather well, information no, to, he, to make sure. He didn't wait. It, it This wasn't done randomly. Because yeah. remember, the show starts, the first episode, his son gets powers. Mm. And then immediately oh, after yeah, his son starts go. showing powers and they start the training process, That's he goes why. and he murders this 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 group of So maybe he's... People. So then if if you use that conclusion, he and because he is so invested in training his son, he is grooming his son to help him conquer the planet. Potentially. Yeah, uh, it, honestly, it has a very uh, Saiyan, Saiyan feel from Dragon Ball Z. To be honest, like so they're gonna, uh, they're gonna the power Saiyans up. Are, are yeah, exactly. But Saiyans are planet conquerors, right? And they often often send one Saiyan to deal with weak planets like Earth, and they're supposed to destroy the people, and then the rest of the Saiyans come and use the planet, right? Uh, it has a little bit of that feel to it, um, but yeah, we'll see. Uh, I, honestly, it seems like that's the way it's going, but I wouldn't be shocked if there's some twists and turns along. I guess the big question is, once you get into like episode two and episode three, the question is, is Omni-Man actually bad, right? Yeah. Yes. Do we think he's bad, or is yes. there is this part of some he, other plan? I think I there's think some he, grayness to him. Like, yeah. I think if he was all the way bad, I, I don't think he'd bother having a wife. Or like... He's maybe more, he had the wife in order to have offspring. Yeah, but then if you're... if I guess if you're all the way cartoony bad why he would just kill her. like a relationship or you know like well i, the I guys mean of, of whatever I reckless speculation i you know my big theory that in terms of how this is going to end is the, the you know his wife you know invisible's mother will will be killed by him 
Well, yeah, I mean, she yeah, doesn't have long much. left if we're, if we're going over the first six episodes. I mean, she is definitely, yeah, yeah, she's, she's definitely uh, pushing his buttons. Yeah. <laughs> but then, but again. As only a but, wife but, can. But then again, again, right? He's Omni-Man. Why not just then kill her right now? Is it again because he's trying to groom his son and doesn't want to anger his son? Or is That's there more true. to it, I guess? He's trying to figure, I mean, we saw what he did this episode. He realized that sh- he that she knew something was up. He followed her. Yeah. He went to R to go figure yeah. that out, either to end him. Or whatnot. Like, he's going, he's he's figuring out where the loose ends are because he For doesn't sure. need um, Cecil to know what his secret is. Here's the thing, too. He's Which going, Cecil already expects. He uh, suspects. Yeah. He, so, the fact that he is going to such lengths, though, to maintain his, like, identity as Omni-Man, Earth's Mightiest Protector, right. uh, you know, he could, he could take out presumably Cecil and his whole operation. The yeah. fact that he's playing along or, you know, trying to, is trying to hide it, right? Yeah. Means that his his plan isn't as, it probably is related to his son, but maybe there's more to it, right? Well, I mean, I guess you have to think of it this way, right? He did take out the entire Guardians team, but he was badly injured, right? It wasn't like he came out unscathed and was like, all right, now I can go kill everyone or anything like that. He, uh, he almost lost, kind of, if you really think about it. If, uh, if Cecil's people didn't intervene, he probably would have died. Right, right. Uh, so because he was there, just on the ground, bleeding out. Yeah, he, he had taken he had taken pretty heavy damage, and he was out for a while, a few days yeah. at least. Right, right. That's what um, it seems like. Yeah. So that would probably, I guess, you know, going down our our thread of reckless speculation, that would be that would indicate he needs some type of backup, probably to take on Earth's defenses. There are obviously numerous other heroes out there. If they all united against him, like probably couldn't take on a hundred suit like heroes. I don't think he was also part of his plan was probably not to be helped by the U S government. Right. The fact that they were able to get his suit, they had it mm-hmm. under lock and key. Like when he's leaving the hospital, he's obviously very kind of like, give me, <laughs> he's a big dick. He's like, give me my suit back. My fucking suit. He's like, it's mine. Yeah. It came to me. So I think he's like figuring out where the loose ends are. Right. Yeah. So I think, well, his wife's is, is a loose his end. His wife's a loose end. Cecil's a loose, a loose end. Art's a loose end. If you think yeah. about the first episode, though, if you remember, there's a line early on in the episode where he's like, maybe he'll never get his powers. And when Mark's like, I have powers. He's not happy. He's not happy it. about it. Yeah. There's he, a moment of, like, hesitation. Yeah. And then sure. and then his wife kicks him. And he's like, oh, yeah, that's it's like awesome. Hooray. So it does seem like... He is obviously bad. He's done bad things in the show. <laughs> but there is some hesitation there. Like, I think maybe he's become too comfortable in this box. That this he's home life? In this home life <laughs> he's potentially created because he's like, oh, fuck, I got to do whatever I got to do. Hey, it's time to go to he, work. <laughs> 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 the real work, that is. He was playing superhero. It's the San Andreas meme where it's yeah. like, oh, shit, here we go again. Yeah, go he, again. Was, <laughs> he, was, he was playing superhero, but his real job is Conqueror. Yeah, exactly. Maybe he played that. He's maybe he played it too long. Played it too long, too well, and he, he, he liked it. And he's now, not the only parent, though, that kind of, like has said or shown that they weren't happy when their kid got power. So a Tom oh uh, Adam um was it Adam Eve? Adam Eve. She her Adam uh, Eve. Oh, I get the pun. Adam now. Eve, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. That took you a while. Um she she um leaves home obviously and her father says, right, you know, the worst day of my life was when you got powers. Yeah. You know, to our June's point where Omni Man potentially oh, yeah. is upset that, you know, Mark got these powers maybe it's because he's become too human and he's worried for his kid yeah so maybe there is a a, a, yeah. a, a glimmer of or a piece of or good in him or something yeah or part of his mission is to yeah. you know you, you know have offspring with the other species to keep this the viltramites going or something like that i don't know but then there yeah. are, it but only took they, seven times but then aren't the, but like i don't know I don't know. I yeah, we don't, don't know. know. Yeah, we got but two episodes left, and I'm, I'm definitely sure it's going to end on a major, major cliffhanger where we're like, cool. Does anyone know if this, if this show's been renewed for more seasons? I don't believe it's anything official right now. Mm, it will be. disappointing. Most likely, I, I, I would assume. There's no way it won't be. Prime, I feel like Prime renews a lot of our shows. job. It's our job, our podcast, to get this show out there so that the people watch it. I don't, it, think, so our, I don't think the show needs it. There's a lot of buzz around this show. Okay. Yeah. So, oh, real cool. quick, uh, just a couple of things with Robot. And then I want to switch gears, you know, directly to Invincible. So, Robot, obviously, um, weird dude or thing or something. Zachary Quinto. Zachary Quinto does a great job (laughs) voice acting, has Rex's blood, 
He's working with the uh, Mauler, Mauler twins. twins. But he's also got this weird kind of fascination for Monster Girl. Fascination or appreciation? Or I don't know. It could be full, full on romance. You know? You like, think so? I mean, I get some. I get some creepy vibes. Hmm. Yeah. I, I looked at it more like he looked at her like a little girl, and she is hurt, and he's trying to protect her. I look at it as there's this idea, Even though she's like uh, the idea of this monster and these different forms, and who you are on the outside and who you are on the inside. And I feel like maybe that's what he's connecting it with, with Monster Girl, right? Because they do show the scene of him talking to himself in a test tube when he he sees that like weird old deformed version of himself potentially i guess mm. um and i think maybe that's part of it they just think he's a robot but maybe he's not a robot maybe he is something more yeah maybe he is there's definitely something going yeah there's on, something right? i think he's he's clearly more than just you know yeah something that was created out of a lab and i think this maybe that that's probably what he's connecting with with monster girl right because she is you know she turns into this monster she looks like a little girl. She's not a little girl. She's actually, I think, what did she say? Like 25 or 24 or something. Think, yeah. you know, and she's losing, she's actually losing her age. She's got the she, Benjamin Button disease. She, as she does this monster. So she actually Curse. has, she actually has like an end point, I would assume, right? Like if she keeps losing age, like eventually she'll hit zero and then yeah. will be like a baby and she needs, she die, needs like time. She like know. needs time to age. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, she doesn't. She's not. She's not going to get it on this team. Exactly. <laughs> she actually. She, she actually has to retire. Yeah. Pretty soon, if you think about it. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah, or at least yeah. for a little bit, and uh, then yeah, she exactly. can start the process. Oh, start accruing yeah, some I years. So. That's kind of an it's interesting superpower, interesting. right? Because in theory, you could live forever. I would assume. Because if you're getting younger, we should point out as well that this world has various forms of powers, right? So we've got aliens. Yep. We've got. Demons, so Some hell, magic. hell, yep. magic. Mr. Krabs, voiced by Mr. Krabs. Uh, curse, we got curse stuff. Yep. That's she's yep. she's got a curse. Um, Robots, and then we do, we've some kind of technology, you know, thing. Um, you know, I'm sure there's going to be we'll Clothing, maybe learn genetics. more genetics. Yeah, yep. uh, and there's there's a whole bunch that they haven't really explained. Explode yet. Uh, the Daft Punk mind person. You oh, remember, yeah. yeah, from episode yeah. four. Machine Head. Machine Head, thank you. Thank I, I do you. love how on the nose the names are, like Machine Head. Oh, it's so good. And even just like the, the quote-unquote like rip-offs, like Batman's equivalent was Darkwing, you know? Yep. Like, it, it's great. It's so actually great. fantastic. Yeah. I like it. I, I, I like it because that's not what the show's about, right? So it doesn't matter. It's really not about they're the not, They're not wasting time. They're like, in fact, <laughs> it's almost easier if you make those connections because then you can just move past having to explain the characters and their backstories and their powers. It's like, oh, I recognize that. He's kind of like Batman. I already know what he does. Right. right? Omni-Man, Superman, I get it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Similar idea. So it's almost it's almost using... People might be like, oh, they're just copying. They're copying it, but they, they're using it to their advantage, right? Because they don't have to waste time explain the whole how it works you waste a whole arc or series or season to doing that right yeah so they've done that really well i would say so obviously the show's being called invincible falls you know mark Grayson, main character here yeah he's obviously a teenager in high school you know he's whatever is he (laughs) he's a senior going into college you know episode six ends with him and his uh current girlfriend amber maybe current maybe maybe current maybe maybe oh i'm pretty sure she's ex now i'm pretty sure because (laughs) she believes he's a coward and ran off when uh what a coward that weird robot genetic thing was attacking Mm. um the flashes do we think so with the character of amber is he actually into Amber, or is it more he's just doing it to kind of be normal, right? Because he has made it pretty clear, especially at the start of this episode, he is trying to figure out and how he wants to be normal. He right? wants a balance. Yeah, he wants some kind of balance. So is he just kind of in that relationship for the sake of being in that relationship? I th- you know, here's the thing. If you think back to when you're a teenager, can't. You you think think real hard, right? Of course, it's of course there's attraction. Your hormones you know are raging. Smoke coming out of our Your jeans hormones jeans. are raging. Yeah, some <laughs> of us never leave puberty. No, the hormones are raging, right? Of course, I'm sure he wants to be with her. You know, um, but but there's also probably part of him that wants to be with like Eve too, and they're kind of you know that she's the normal life and Eve is like the superhero life, right? right? And so that's like well, it was hinted at, but I I honestly got the impression that he did like Eve, but. The more time has gone on, he I think he does. He, is he likes into Amber, too. Amber. Yeah. yeah, he is into it. He's trying to make it work. But 
there's that telling line though when Eve tells him the only way to make that work is you have to be upfront with her and reveal who you really are. And he hasn't done that. He's had multiple yeah. chances and opportunities and he hasn't done it for whatever reason. Which I understand the question. Is he actually into her? Does he like her enough to, to do that? Right. Maybe he looks at it as protecting her. Uh, maybe he's not willing to admit that right now because yeah. he's not sure he's totally invested. Right. Even though being a superhero is what he's always wanted. Yeah. Et cetera, et cetera. Well, it's this balance and we're going to throw more onto that obviously when he finds out about his dad. You know, and, and does he d- does he find out about his dad this season, or th- are they going to mm. wait? Ooh, on should that? we go around the table and, and yeah. give our predictions? I think we should do some predictions. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I already kind of gave my big one, which was the mother dies, will die, is gone. But, but I'm Sandra also, O is great. I'm going to add on to that that the merger is going to be done in such a way that you know it's going to end with Mark not knowing it was his father. Yeah, it's going to be done where there'll it, be a clue. Yeah, it'll be something. something maybe yeah. maybe, oh, a clue. maybe a clue. Uh, he does it in such a way where it looks like it's Robot or it's the Mauler twins or it's Rex or... The heck, demon guy. Heck, maybe, maybe, he does <laughs> in such a, maybe he does it in such a way where it's Adam Adam Eve. Um, or I like the Cecil one, though. That Well, I, you just think about sense. the characters that Omni-Man is like really interacted with. He hasn't really interacted with the new Guardians at all. Right. Um, he's obviously interacted a lot with like Cecil and the government. And he probably isn't thrilled that they're chummy chummy with Invincible. So how do you sour that relationship? Frame him. Yeah, that's interesting. And then like he I'm goes like, hey, against don't the tr- Don't trust Cecil. Don't trust anybody. Trust me. I'm your father. Trust me. Join me. Do you think it'll be done like a Vader type scene where he's <laughs> going to be like uh, Invincible will be on the edge of a cliff or something? He's holding it. Omni Man's holding his hand out, and he's like, "No, I killed your mother." <laughs> well, look, look, right? no, we've seen no. we've seen Mark has some of the tendencies of his dad, right? One of my yeah. favorite episodes, episode five, at the end, that whole battle sequence, we see him lose his shit. Just like his dad, like he goes into that rage, yep. yeah. same rage we saw in episode one. Anchor mode. And if something like that, where his mom died and his dad was able to convince him, like, oh, like it was, it was Cecil, it was the government, like, Ooh. could see him fly into that rage and really start to trust his dad, and maybe it's like, that's how his dad kind of sees, like, this is how we oh, can that make it moment. work together. Yeah, a bonding moment after he kills his mom. But anyway, that's my bold what, prediction. What, what if, what if they did like the f- season the full way, like he does that and then. Like, let's say Omni-Man kills the mom. Mm -hmm. Then he comes like, it's the government, it's them. And then the new Guardians get in his way. And and then Mark murders the new Guardians like his dad did at the end of one, the end of the season. Oh, geez. Like, how could you imagine? That would be, like, great, you know. And then Adam Adam Eve comes in and it's like, what have you done? And uh, it sets them up as rivals forever. There you go. So then they can never oh. be together. Yeah. Or, you know, it'll be this thing where they're super attracted to each other, but they hate each other as well. It's know? like Batman and the Joker, right? Yeah, exactly. Just like that. I mean, it kind of makes sense to I me mean, because Eve's story right now has been... She's, she, off she's there herself. She's there doing whatever, and she kind of helps, you know, introduce uh, Invincible to kind of like the superhero teams and all that yeah. fun stuff. But for the most part, like, she's out doing her own thing, trying to figure her own stuff out and how to be a superhero. So it would be interesting if this is a way to kind of bring her back into the fold is if there is a problem such as invincible murdering all the guardians. Yeah, exactly. You would, you would think there's no way she's going to stay out in nature, just, you know, stopping mudslides and growing trees. Right. So so there's there's gotta be something that brings her back. She can, she can end. She can, she, she, she likes when weird story, weird story though. She just, you know, in the forest, when they were, when they're showing her montage and she like grew that whole farm. I'm like, she could just end world hunger immediately. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) well, I think, I think, I think the problem there, there was like, I think it has, there is potentially limit to her power. Yeah. Right. Like I would imagine if you're growing a whole thing of, uh, you know, a forest of, of, uh, food, I'm sure it takes a lot. Out of her, maybe it ages Eight. her more. Who knows? Yeah, uh, Christian, but do you, do you have a bold prediction uh, on how for this the for end? the season? Yeah, um, for how it's going to end. Um, I mean, I like yours a lot. Honestly, I think that one makes a lot of sense. But just to be different, uh, I will say that Amber dies, and that is going to send Mark off the deep end, and he's it's going to set him up. I think in season two, so he's going to have a ton of guilt because he was never straight with Amber. Like, never came you know, uh, came clean about who he is. Uh, and um, he's going to start to display more of his father's tendencies. And I think in their training, I think his dad's going to lose control of Mark. Uh, Mark's going to fly off the handle too much and start causing his own mayhem. Mm. And that's going to create even more of a headache for Cecil. 
and company, and that's when they're going to have to use the robots on both of them. His little mind robots created by Zachary Quinto. Zach, good old Zachariah. Yeah. <laughs> Jane, do you have one? Um, man, I gave that great, that great, you know, dichotomy of Mark killing the new guardians. You don't want but that was that based one? off of yours. <laughs> so, so just do that one. Just do that one. Bold prediction is Mark will find out about Omni Man, fight him, and kill him at the end of the season. Oh, what? you think Omni Man's gone at yeah. the end? <laughs> uh, season one will end with Omni Man's death. Whoa. And then Mark will be viewed as a villain because the world doesn't know about Omni Man being the murderer yet. So every superhero is after him. And then do you think they'll do like a... Well, hold on. Do you think they'll do like a Superman's death storyline where he looks like he's dead, but then he's able to come back? So then like in season two, Omni-Man somehow comes back because we don't don't fully understand how that His powers work work at all, yeah. So it's very possible. So that would be interesting. It would be. It would be. I'm writing this down for when we do our finale. For <laughs> for like people that are invincible and have, like have super strength, I mean they bleed and break a lot, which is interesting. Like they they're not like Superman, right? They're not made of steel. They they can yeah. get shot at. They can get cuts. They can get punched. Yeah, they, yeah. Is that that's a good that's a good point. They can withstand a lot of punishment, but they're not immune to, to punishment. punishment. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's good. Uh, yeah, cool. So overall, though, let's say. Uh, as we always do on this podcast, we have to ask the question of, was it good? Yes. So I'm guessing we'll say, was the first six episodes of Invincible good, Krishna? Yeah, of course it was. Yeah. Why'd you even have to ask that? Because Why'd you even waste your breath? That's what this show is called. It's called, was it good? All right, Juno, well, I'm going to waste my breath. Juno, was Invincible, the first six episodes good? No, it you? was not good. It was great. Oh, okay? Sorry. It was Fine. fantastic. Well, it makes me wanting that. more. All right? I'm now, on Thursday, more excited for Invincible than Falcon and Winter Soldier. Boom. I second that uh, statement. Yeah, that's completely that's correct. correct. I mean, the show. finale, I guess, is this week for Falcon Winter Soldier. But honestly, I'm more excited for episode seven of, <laughs> of, of Invincible Boom. than I am for, for Falcon Winter Soldier. Just, just the way it just is. Just the way it is, yeah. Some things will never change. <laughs> and would you recommend anybody to watch this? Oh, definitely. I, I would definitely say watch this show. Even though there's two weeks left, start watching the show and then watch yeah. it week to week. It's this is incredibly great, bingeable. Yeah, it's a incredibly. great show to binge, but it's also been a really good show week to week. It's not one of those shows where it's frustrating. That's you're, true. You're frustrated after X amount of time. Like, That's true. It's, it's, it's set up in such a way where you, you're okay with waiting that week, right? Because every episode is its own complete story. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like every episode is telling a story instead of the whole season is one story. Right, and that's why. And then the credit scenes, they're they're seen. You know the the scenes that play early on in the credits are all fantastic. By the way, like for each each and every episode, like they're just a lot of them are game changers. A lot of them have a lot of connective tissue of, as to what's going on and really connecting the story together. Mm-hmm. Uh, <coughs> Marvel, maybe you want to take a uh, page out of their book. Speaking <laughs> of Marvel, they did drop today the Shang Chi trailer teaser mm-hmm. teaser trailer for the new. Marvel Cinematic Universe film coming out. I believe it's going to drop in September of this year. Mm. Yes, September or November. I think it's September. I think it's September. I think Eternals is November. November. So Shang-Chi follows um, the story of Shang-Chi. I mean, his name name (laughs) is Shang-Chi. He has no superhero name. He doesn't wear a mask. He is a martial art expert. Kung Fu master. Yes. Wow. And it's, I'll say it right off the bat, this trailer did not feel like a Marvel property. Mm. This trailer felt like something completely separate from MCU. Felt like a martial arts movie. We felt like a martial arts Which movie. I assume. What the it had a lot of, it had a, it had a very interesting kind of premise. You know, there's a, a father talking about his son, Shang-Chi. There's definitely some tension there. There's some, you know, fun things happening in this trailer. Um, but overall, it's something very different. Um, and I'm very excited for it. Mm. Like, I, I think my level of excitement for this in comparison would be when we got the first trailer for Black Panther. Mm. Again, it was something completely different, very unique, very special. Also, like Guardians of the Galaxy, another one where it's like it stands out mm. from the kind of, not mundane, but the types of trailers and things that you are to, ex- you know, you expect, right? Like Black Widow trailers are very kind of on the point. You could probably pull 
any single frame out there and be like, that's a Marvel movie. While with this, there's definitely, you look at it and you're like, oh, this is something different, which is cool. Yeah. So, cool. Yeah. So yours is excited or? Oh, yeah. So <laughs> your one word to kind of wrap that up, that whole spiel up, my one word impression for the whole thing is going to be um, excited. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Christian, do you have a one word impression? I do. For the Shang-Chi trailer. And I believe my one word, impre- one word impression is the same one word impression that I use for. <laughs> oh, my God. For uh, those movies a while ago, it's, it's Aquaf- Aquafina. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought it was gonna be Amaze Balls. Amaze. No, oh, that's, I thought that's it was like gonna be one. Legeth- Incredibles. Legethor. <laughs> that wouldn't even make sense. Uh, no, it's Aquafina because once again, um, she's in another Disney movie. This will be like her third one in a make year. That bank. <laughs> and third one in a year, I think. That's it's it's the crazy. Other, well, the other. Raya, Raya, and and uh, that was another one. But I'm uh, I'm blanking right now. Another Disney? I don't know if it was a Disney Mulan? movie. No, it wasn't Mulan. She was not in Mulan. No. Yeah, I yeah, think no. it was just Raya. Was it just Raya? I think. I thought she was in something else. And I will look it up after this. But uh, <laughs> it's Aquafina because uh, it looks like she's going to play the 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 fun loving sidekick, and she has such a distinct voice as well. Um, she so does. yeah, I'll be. I'm curious to see curious to see how that how she comes into this. And it looks like a martial arts epic, mm. you know. So I'd like to see what happens there. Cool, yeah. Aquafina. Yeah, June. Do you have a one word impression? Yeah, hype. Oh, <laughs> the hype is you, real. Are you, are, you, are you hype? I'm hyped for this movie. You're hype after after seeing this. <laughs> and you know, it, it's nice because we haven't heard a ton about this movie. Obviously, we we've had some some castings and people have talked about it, but it, it's obviously our first physical look at the uh, at the movie. We got a you know. Uh, we got the poster the very first thing in the morning. Then shortly after that, we got this trailer. So it's nice to actually build some hype around this. Hype. Um, you know, and just, you know, like Ravi said, it, it's kind of something different into Marvel and in the MCU. And there's, you know, you don't have the initial like, oh, this is how this connects, right? Like if you think back to Captain Marvel, like the Captain Marvel movie, for example, right? And you're like, The movie with Blockbuster? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. But if you think back to it, right, and you're everyone's theorizing like, how does this gonna exactly connect to like Endgame and you know this character and, and how she's created and being part of this whole Infinity Saga? Um, you you can't you don't have that for, for this character. Like that's true. Not, there's no expectations. There's no expectations. You don't even know how he's gonna connect to this great. Like, is he gonna be part of the Avengers or is he gonna do this or he's gonna do that? Like. Well, no one fucking knows, and like, <laughs> it's actually kind of <laughs> no one fucking. It's actually kind of nice. It's kind of nice to have that, yeah. right? It kind of takes you back to like, is it based off uh, a comic? Yeah, it is. Yeah, so yeah. there's a comic book. Yeah. So if you, if someone wanted to, for sure they could. For uh, sure they could go do that. But research. he's not obviously, you know, it's, it's, not, well it's not. He's he's not been done before, which is nice. Yeah, uh, he's not. He's not been done in like previous TV shows or previous movies. Um extensively like some other characters we've got uh, spider-man you know who you never heard of that one no, no spider what spider-man oh spider-man yeah it's just a little it, it's just a friendly neighborhood um global phenomenon <laughs> <laughs> yeah, friendly, yeah, yeah, yeah fun thing shang chi actually does a ton of crossover in spider-man like a ton oh, there, there's a lot of stuff with uh, spider-verse with uh, madam web in the um, comics and there's a whole comic arc where he there's like an infection or some shit in manhattan and shang chi actually gets um spider powers which oh. is kind of crazy oh wow i mean that makes sense if you think you know spider-man as popular as he is like it's just a brawler if you know like an enhanced brawler how dare you but like you know in terms of his Great fighting style, responsibility you know he's not like thor he doesn't have like Fucking magic from no, his he's like got hammer, webs. and he's like he's not like Iron Man. He shoots stuff from his hands. Like he shoots webs. He shoots know. webs literally from his yeah. Hands. But it's like you know, it's just to like kind of you know, it, it's still it's still kind of fighting. So I can see the two the two <laughs> styles kind <laughs> of. Going. Yeah. The, what's interesting? So with the introduction of like Shang Chi, you know, Kung Fu Master, there's a lot there with his character around. You know, finding one's inner self, the fighting spirit, that type of stuff, and there and, cheat. and there is stuff with Madame Web and Spider Man where Spider Man like loses his um, spider senses and powers, and he has to actually go and he's trained by Shang Chi for a little bit. So, oh, cool! It's kind of cool that this character is there because it opens it up where you know you could get like Shang Chi and Spider Man like hanging out and like doing you know cool shit together. So, right. I think and he is from the trailer. He's they're 
you know, at least parts of this movie that are in America. Yeah, definitely San Francisco, uh, I think. Yeah. So uh, that end sequence seems like it's with the, the Rolling bus? Hills. Yeah. yeah. In, uh, in San Francisco. Cool. I'm excited. Well, we yeah, need more excited. California MCU heroes. Yeah, that's true. They're, They're all is, in New York. They're so all <laughs> East Coast. <laughs> so there Coast. is rumors, or is it uh, confirmed, the Mandarin is returning in Shang-Chi? It's 100% confirmed. It's in the trailer. And um, the, the, the Mandarin is actually going to be, for the first time, um, Shang-Chi's dad. So he's not. They're not going the traditional route where he's the. He's just you know the, the villain. Yeah. Yeah. The, you know that there's going to be more of a familial relationship. Mandarin him. is what? originally was Ben Kingsley, correct? Yeah. So in the yeah, Iron, we gotta in explain the, this. in the ill-fated movie Iron Man Three, yes. great film, there, great movie. There is uh, Ben Kingsley who was supposed to be the Mandarin. It turned out he was an actor within the movie, an actor playing an actor. Uh, Tony Slattery, I think, was the name they went with for Ben Kingsley's actor character uh, playing the Mandarin, and it was this ruse um, to... I can't even remember the fucking movie <laughs> anymore. Like, oh, you don't remember Iron Man 3's what plot? Was the po- what was the point? I don't even remember what the point of having him as, as, the, as that issue. It was probably to buy drugs. I mean, I remember Guy Pierce was ultimately... His uh his his villain Alden was the ultimate villain during the extremist um Shit. thing where like it grew back limbs and you could shoot fireballs from your body. Fireball. Uh, <laughs> wow, I don't remember this movie at all. It's Iron a Man bad three. Movie. It's a bad movie. Yeah, <laughs> it's not a good movie. Uh, it's um, not a movie I would put on. Exactly. exactly. Uh, but anyway, that was the that was the. The thing it was the fake Mandarin, and then there was so a is this is the fake Mandarin? Do we know it's going to be based on this real Mandarin? No, who's so the father of Shang Chi. So Marvel in like Phase Two, Phase One, Phase Two, they did these things called like Marvel one shots, where they're these like short like ten YouTube? minute films essentially um, that would have some like MCU characters and have some story in it, right? So one of them that they created was actually with Ben Kingsley's character, and he's in jail and. I think there's somebody that comes up to him and he's like, the real Mandarin and the Ten Rings organization is not happy that you, like, ripped us off, essentially. Because I believe Alden, the Alden character in Iron Man 3 is like, you know, the Ten Rings and the Mandarin is, like, mythical and everything. And we decided to use, you know, use that in our ruse or whatever. That's a copyright issue. (laughs) (laughs) You can't take another evil organization's, like, King Pink, like, the main name and their organization. That's <laughs> fucked up. And then also, you know, have it be in a terrible movie like that. Yeah. Because the, Mandar- the Mandarin is one of Iron Man's, <laughs> like, main comic book um, art villains. villains. Yeah, villains. right. Exactly. Oh. oh. So because Shang-Chi trained Spider-Man, his right. father, Mandarin, and his Well, Iron remember, Man's enemy. this is the first time the Mandarin's going to be related to uh, Shang-Chi Ever, as a right? father-son. Yeah. Gotcha. Usually it's a separate... Completely separate. Yeah, completely separate. It's it's a, yeah, it's a little bit more problematic in the comics because they they lean into a lot of stereotypes. Uh, yeah. Yes. Do you remember the 1990s Iron Man? Yeah. So they um, oh, the Mandarin's oh, yeah. in there, and it's not a it's not a good like. Let's just say if it aired in today's world, it would get shut down. That would be shut down. Oh, that's probably quick. why it doesn't air anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Two days later, Disney Plus announces the old Iron Man show. <laughs> yeah, Some yeah, completely Disney, unedited. <laughs> Some idiot Disney thought this was a good idea. They just hit the release button. We didn't QC it. We didn't QC. Oh, no. my God. Can you imagine? I could actually, which is terrible. It's Wait, you can't imagine that? Yeah. Jesus yeah, Christ. Easily. Last thing real quick. People are saying that they believe they saw Captain America's shield. Do we believe this is the actual shield, or are people just so I didn't see the shield. so so Falcon and Winter Soldier uh, like hyper vision yeah. or focus? Like, oh, I saw a star on a circle. It's the Captain America shield. It's the only thing it can be. Mm-hmm. Either Maybe. way, I mean, if it is, they're cool. If not, whatever. Yeah, it's too it's too early to be. Going that deep into it. I feel I mean, like the folks that are saying they saw please it. Please, rest. They're making the YouTube videos, the clickbait YouTube videos. Yeah, That's yeah, what of course they are. Yeah, of course. Yeah. We would never like, do that. No, we don't do that. Uh, so real quick, um, after this, we're going to make that. You're going to make that YouTube video? Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. What, yeah, the yeah. one of us saying yeah. we don't care? No. <laughs> <laughs> of the Bunch of Cats and Record Show? Actually, that's hilarious. We'll do a the whole click, breakdown. Click, we'll do a whole clickbait breakdown. title. Clickbait title. Like, what does the Captain America shielding Shang-Chi trailer mean? And there's just us. Oh, it's too early for this. You know, I'm going to clip this whole section and put it on YouTube, and that's what the title's going to be. Yeah. <laughs> Done. I like that. That's perfect. <laughs> we got it. So, and everyone watching on YouTube, I'm sorry. 
So I'm not going to ask the question of was it good. I think more yeah. just the general question of are we excited for this? Like, yeah, absolutely. Remember at one point in our lives we were all very kind of like, oh, I'm so MCU'd out. I don't think that's there anymore. Like the Black Widow trailer I'm kind of eh on. Yeah. But this, I would definitely go to and pay money to, and see in a theater. I, I think Marvel made a good call. And it worked out for them with COVID to kind of introduce some new properties like Shang-Chi, like the Eternals, because... It was a nice reset. Yeah, you kind of need that after you... It was like Thanos snapping. Yeah, you you <laughs> kind of did this whole 20, what, 22, 23 movie thing up to Endgame, you know? If you just continue the same threads from there, it's kind of like, what was how many point? epilogues from that yeah. can we have in the first year, you know, a couple of years? Let's get some... You know, let's have some new stuff. I, yeah. I'm, I'm excited for new things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Uh, real quick, actually, before just 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 left field question: Are there any? Why not right field? Uh, right field sucks. Are there <laughs> any um obs- more obscure Marvel characters that you personally would like to see on the big screen or yes. on the silver screen? There is an Indian superhero. There is. Yes, ooh, ooh. I forget his name. But it is part of the Marvel comics. Indian man? <laughs> Curry no. man. Curry no, man. I know. But I would like right. to see that. That'd be kind of cool. All right, cool. Cool, cool. Like, um, is it an Indian? Is it like an an Indian captain? Like a captain? No, Indian? it's... um. There is like Spider-Man India, I guess. That's a thing. Damn. Interesting. Um, yeah. June, do you have any? Uh, you know, I think one of the most misunderstood villains in all of Marvel is the rhino, right? And I just want an entire movie about the rhino <laughs> and why he wears this rhino suit and just, like, everything about rhino. I want know? Paul Giamatti. Is it Paul Giamatti? Oh, he Paul was Giamatti. The amazing, amazing Spider-Man. Spider-Man I want that uh, rhino for No, no, I want, I want my 90s rhino, which was just a guy in a rhino costume. I want that guy. I thought the uh, video game rhino was pretty cool. Which which uh, version? Uh, the Miles Morales. I, I think it's I the same. It I haven't played it. Be quiet. Don't spoil it. No spoilers. Oh. Well, he was cool. I quiet. Quiet. Right. <laughs> nice. Oh, there's Dinesh Dioi, engineer, but he had inhuman heritage. He developed the ability of visionically controlling the electromagnetic spectrum after being affected by the Terrigen Miss Cloud from the Terrigen Bomb. What did I just say? I, I don't, don't know, know what you just said. I don't uh, know. There's like uh, Raz Malhotra. Are you just reading all the Indian superheroes? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I Googled it. Oh, my God. <laughs> there's I see, there's uh, like five. There's a bunch, actually. I want to see an Inuit superhero. Inuit? Yes, yeah, an Inuit. Eskimo. I would like to see, in Marvel specifically, a movie about Spider-Man. I feel like you just haven't had that. <laughs> yeah, more <laughs> Spider-Man. Get me pictures of Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We need more of that. Right. <laughs> This hasn't appeared enough. Oh, maybe more Batman movies, too. Like, I, I feel like there's not oh enough versions at the same time. And with that, <laughs> I'm going to close it out. Thank you for ju- tuning in, listening, and following along. Uh, as always, you can find us on social, on Twitter at Was It Good, on Instagram at Was It Good BTM. Uh, we do do the live streams for our podcast every Monday and Friday right here on our YouTube channel. We do have a website, wasitgood.info. Newsletter is coming shortly. Our next podcast is going to be this Friday, and it is going to be on the season finale of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier and that little guy named Zemo. You said doo-doo. We do-doo. And with that, goodbye. (laughs) Goodbye.